listen to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. They're wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. From hair wrong, I'm listening to hair wrong. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back the under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the work together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking back the under pressure, yeah. Thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we've returned once more for episode 381. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, man. So what you been getting into this week? Uh, this week I've been um, playing mostly uh, 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 some Baldur's Gate, but I did get a chance to see uh, the new episode of uh, uh, Alone UK, so that was pretty okay. cool. And I've been um, watching one of the... Um, one of the sleeper animes from this season that was pretty interesting that I've just been kind of letting build up called Herc, and that one's been pretty good so far. What's that about? Excuse me. So Herc follows like um, uh, uh, the demon lord hero trope, and that's basically uh about uh, several months before the 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 story began, the demon lord was defeated. So the the demon world is having a, a tournament to elect the newest demon lord excuse me now our main character herc is a is a hero from the human realm who has decided that he's going to enter this tournament to become the new demon lord and like he's like professing his hatred for mankind and all that shit but the thing about herc is herc is like um he's basically like all might light essentially okay. so he's got like the same build of Imagine a Hercules in, in anime is basically yeah. that's what Herc looks like. So he, he's he's super swollen and he's got like the um the Hercules Jerry curl, but instead of um uh instead of it being blonde, it's blue, <laughs> and he's got like a just the most happy go lucky, super chill, no tension attitude ever. Like <laughs> I'm going to destroy all the humans because I hate them all. <laughs> So he's got less, like that sort of attitude about him, and so the um the show's main dynamic is about like one of the the four heavenly kings who are the basically the the demon lord's right hand people. Um, they they one of them absolutely does not trust this nigga Herc at all. She's of like, course. yo, th- this nigga's a plant, bro. He's a plant. Clearly, an I'm gonna plant. suss this nigga out to find out what he's really here for. There's no way he's gonna take over the demon world on my watch because I know this nigga's up to some. He's up to some shit. He's up to no good. So it's like, um, right now they're on episode seven, and it's it's like, uh, so far he he seems to be, like, there there is, one, one thing I like about the show is there's definitely a deeper plot and a deeper mystery that's hidden behind that they touch on, like, every episode. Mm. And on the facade of it is just, like, the, the Herc stuff. Like, clearly there's a lot being hidden, and I'm very curious to see what it is, and Hopefully they landed and also like managed to balance that tone of like, oh, something serious is happening in the beginning, but on the surface, it's like slapstick, like goofiness. It's like slapstick comedy with like a little bit of like, um, yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely like, the, like this nigga Herc is a bro, son. He's like, he's yeah. an absolute bro. And it, one of the uh, running jokes in the show is that like, he can do no wrong. Like he's kind of perfect. So one of the things, um, so Vermilion is the name of the lady that works for the Demon Lord who's trying to expose him. And one of her things was like, yo, 
This nigga Herc is winning everything. Like, he's murking everybody in the tournament. And what's even worse is you thought people were always like, yo, there's no way the demon's going to allow a human to come in here and take over. Yo, they're going to hate this nigga. No, this nigga went over the crowd, and the whole crowd loves him. See, so, man, that's why I love high strength, <laughs> high charisma, bro. High strength, me? high charisma. Let's do this, The bro. fucking crowd loves Love me him. while I bust that ass. And so she starts coming up with underhanded challenges to get at this nigga, one of which was... Um, one of which was a race, and one of us, one of which was a horse race, and they were like, "Yo, what we're gonna do is we're gonna sabotage this dude's, um, we're gonna sabotage his mount." And they gave him like this little chubby, weird goat thing that, like, nice. when he sat on the mount, his feet were touching the ground and shit. And not only that, like, it was exceptionally cowardly. Like, it was like. It didn't want to go anywhere, so the race started and everybody took off. And this nigga Herc is just standing at the fucking starting line, just standing around looking at his mount. But you know, just j- true to his style, he got off the mountain and he gave the mount a pep talk. He was like, "Yo, my nigga, you know, I know it's kind of rough out bro, there. Bro. People scared you, but guess what? I can use my charisma. We gonna get through this. Handling. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap." And he fucking motive, super motivated the fucking thing. And then wow, they started going through the through the give fucking them. um <laughs> through the race. And what's even funny is like through like the the third leg of the race, this dude was it wasn't even running uh, uh he wasn't even riding the mount anymore. He was like running while holding it under his arms, of course, and hey, jumping yeah. over the obstacles. Nah, and shit. you ride me, bro. It's cool, bro. So I'll be your mount. Like, How about that? So that, that that's the sort of vibe and the tone that the show goes on. Like for the first half, it it was it was focused on the tournament for like the first four or five episodes. And it was a lot of that. It was a lot of her trying to, like, I remember they set up a cooking competition for this nigga. Oh, jeez. And um, Vermilion, the lady who was trying to suss him out, she posed as one of the fucking judges. And she was like, yo, I'm just going to go there. I'm just going to disqualify this nigga shit. Wow. Doesn't even matter how that shit tastes. I'm just going to kick this No matter what, we can't have this nigga going any further in the tournament. Yo, he put, like, some uh, some amazing pasta down in front of her face. She took one but. One bite of that shit, the tear rolled out her life. She was like, yes, ah, the, the obvious reaction, she couldn't even fake it, bro. <laughs> she was like, it was amazing. She's like, fuck, I gave my answer before I even, before I wanted to. It was just an instinctual yeah, reaction. Yeah, it's just a reaction. That's hilarious. But yeah, that that's the the dynamic so far. But in, in episode six, they end up, um, basically, Vermillion was like, all right, I'm done with this tournament bullshit. It's not working. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Um... A few weeks ago, one of our one of our big ass castles was sacked by the humans. If whoever can go there and take back the castle, they'll be the new demon lord. And Damn, and Vermilion is going. Game of move the you feel me? And Vermilion is like, yo, and I'm gonna be going there as um undercover to watch this nigga to make sure everything's okay, but also as like some security insurance. And like some of one of the um one of the candidates, they recognized who she was like right away, but she was smart enough to keep it on the wraps. But this nigga Herc is dumb as fuck. He was just like, I mean, he didn't recognize her, but he was like, hey, you're that lady that I made the pasta for, right? That shit was dope, wasn't it? That, yeah, yeah. You love that pasta, though, dog. That's my mama's recipe. <laughs> but it, right now, the, they got, they met up with the humans, and it turns out some weird shit's going on with the human side, too, because apparently all the humans from the near, neighboring villages have disappeared. So all the, the villages are a ghost town. And the next time you run into them, you find out that they're doing some weird experiments to turn them into heroes and sla- and angels. And then they're coming after the demon realm in force with this, like, artificially created angel army, essentially. So there's some I'm still trying crazy to shit building in the background. Her. How you gonna be so happy-go-lucky talking about genocide the humans? Right? 
so it revealed a little bit that he's the brother of the current hero. And there there was some weird power struggle shit that happened with him, but they haven't gotten into it completely yet. And also he knew he was um he was uh he knew the the angels that had shown up and some of the humans that were transformed into angels were people from his past life. Mm-hmm. So but like I said, naturally, as soon as this nigga encountered them and some exposition was probably about to happen, him and Vermilion got warped off to another location. Oh so <laughs> So nah, 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 nah. you don't get that exposition, so we're ready for that. Pretty much. So right now, him and Vermilion are are on the trying to get back home arc, while the rest of the team that we're trying to raid the the castle to get the Demon Lord position, they're dealing with the army of uh, angels, while also ch- slowly spoon feeding exposition to the audience about what's going on with the with the angel army and the humans and shit. So is that is that a full season available? No, so far I believe they're on episode seven. Was the most recent episode okay, so that comes out? Okay, so it's about to wrap. So that's a, that's a pretty much the over arc. Yeah, so it, I, I think right about now is pre, we're pretty much just gonna go into like the big reveals, the problem it's gonna cause, and then the resolution. And that that's that's pretty much that's how I, I, I kind of feel the. Um, I'm interested to see how those um, episodes develop. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And and I I'm really enjoying it because I'm very impressed that it kept the humor going for all these episodes. So. And I do like that trope. I'm not, I like the lovable oaf. Nigga, what? He's absolutely like, especially when when. I mean, that's what that's what my 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 uh, BG three character is right now. <laughs> high high strength, high charisma. That's how we roll. Feel bro. It's like, hey, I'm dumb, but you're gonna love me, son. You can't you, you can't get mad at me. You 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 believe in my cause. <laughs> but that that's uh, one of the um animes that i've been watching this season so herc has been pretty satisfying on on that reward it's very entertaining as far as like on the comedy tip um i also got to see the new episode of alone okay. uh uh that one this one was was fun they they got me son they got me it made, made it look like some juicy shit was about to happen but it's just the editing my man's figured it out mm-hmm. so there's this one dude there that he he went exploring for food, but he went too far out and he um he got lost. Apparently, he's autistic mm. and one of his his um uh, uh things is he's not good with directions. And I'm like, yo, why would you, bro? No, why see, why would you why choose would, this yo, as nah, B, that's as a challenge I'm, for yourself? Listen, I I have I, I'm a good explorer, but I have very bad spatial awareness. That's why I do, n- yo. You gotta plot the course, my Facts, dude. If bro. you know that about Facts. yourself, I'm marking trees, my nigga. Marking trees. I am trees. marking trees. You feel oh, me? Anything, dude. Are you kidding? Uh, Knocking uh, over uh, branches, be like, okay, I'm creating really landmarks one, myself. A really good one is like, pick up stones. Mm-hmm. So one thing I've learned because I hike, I used to hike a lot. Um, when I used to work for um UCSF and. What we would end up doing is like if we were going someplace where like, nah, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm going. All right, well. What we're going to do is we're going to move a bunch of big rocks into the path as we pass, and we follow the rocks back. Yep. That's my big thing. And that, that was my major innovation to, to to my wilderness lore. You know what I mean? But, yeah, dude, you can't. Whoo, if you know that you have bad spatial awareness and you're going into a forest, bro, you got to know better than that. Yeah, for anyway, real. Yeah, for go real. ahead. Sorry. That just triggered but me real bad. Yeah, he, um, like, he made it, though. Like, he went out there, and uh, he was worried because, you know, he, he was getting super hydrated, and he had no food, and... Nightfall was was coming back down, but he was able to use the sound of the river to find his um find his way back to oh, his he camp. Got back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, so yeah, no. Man. If he had been out there for a little bit longer, I'm pretty sure that nigga would have had to quit. 
And, and now it's super dangerous, and I hate being lost, dude. That's anxiety. It causes you to burn calories. It's terrible. There was um, getting lost is a fucking quick way to to burn yourself out. For real, for real. I remember in a previous uh, uh, season on the American version, there was this one dude that had to get extracted. Uh, I think what happened was he was one of the people whose shelters burned down, mm. but it was in a, in wintertime, and he was in the heart of Alaska. So nobody nobody was willing to boat out to where he was to yeah. come and get him because mm. it was a safety hazard. So they had to drive through the backwoods and then hike through the rest of the way to come get him with the team and then extract him that way because it was in the middle of the night. So I'm like, yo, imagine if he, he had gotten stuck out there, bro. At least the only thing on his side is it, it was the middle of the day and it hadn't started snowing I mean, yet. You know so. the, Alaskan, the Alaskan Outback. That's just not to be trifling. Bro, with. what? Nigga. That, that's always, I feel like that's definitely the, the most challenging location of all of them from looking at it, it seems, is, is definitely Alaska. Because that's what always threw me off. Like, you know, you remember there was this reality show uh, about Alaskan kids going out doing crazy shit. I'm like, yo, y'all are in extra danger, bro. I do remember that. Y'all I do are remember tripping that, yeah. heavy whiling in Alaskan fucking <laughs> snow, bro. But they're used to it, though. You know, they grew up in that shit, so. Yeah, I guess, but shit, man. They have a much better understanding of, of, of that shit than yeah. people like me from the quote-unquote lower 48. Bro, nah, B, I cannot do the snow on that level. Nah, hell nah. Same here. Feel me? I, once I made it out of Alaska, I never went back, bro. I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Good reason. Good. I'm good. Don't I'm have sure, to I'm deal sure with that. I'm see some stuff that you never saw before, but that's yeah, fun. That's in the cool past. That's shit. good. I like those memories. Especially <laughs> that dangerous, treacherous black ice. Oh, the black ice. Feel me? Everywhere. But um, the episode, this episode is mostly about people trying to catch fish and... It, this was like the the beginning of the hunger, essentially, is is what this episode mm. was. So, you had a few people who were successful. Um, a few people. This one dude caught a big ass fish. Like that shit was probably about Ooh. like a, oh, probably about like thirteen, fourteen inches. I'd say along. Long. See, I'd have to find a way to because I don't like um, I like the meat of the fish. I'm not a huge fan of like the gill area and the organs, mm-hmm. but. You got to keep that shit and cook that up separate. Find a way to make it palatable because that's just nutrition. Yeah, or use it like even the, the, the part of the guts that you don't eat, use it as bait for future. Um, or that. Yeah. Oh, man, you can turn it into more good meat. Than shit. Yeah, that's that's what people tend to do. So it, it that one that one was, was pretty dope. We, we're seeing a lot of people um, uh, uh, trying their hand at fishing with some with better success than others. There's one dude that, yo, I got to give my man's props, bro. He was able to shoot a fucking squirrel down with his bow and arrow out of a what? fucking tree. So, yo, my guy, my man's was, yo, my guy was super hungry. You he feel was in, me? He was in that in in the zone. I'm in the zone, yo, baby. A bow and arrow with a squirrel is so hard. That's what the fuck I said. Because it's so fucking really tiny and they're so twitchy. And they exactly the, twi- the they have good reaction time. So. You could you could be on point. It's moving, dog. Yeah, and it will move it right as, as it gets close to it. You know what I mean? Gosh, but, uh, that's awesome. Good for he, him. He was definitely in his hunter mode. Like, um, apparently he had shot the whole leg off, 
and it still kept running. But what my man's did was like, yo, when he finally cut, got it in the tree, yo, he cut the fucking tree down. <laughs> like a, a squirrel, bro, a squirrel. Yo, he's like, like, yo, my meal like, getting away, bro. Could you imagine my a predator like chasing away. you that was that voracious? Like, nope. That's fucking you are funny. The minimum calor- caloric nin- intake I need, and you are not getting away. And I think also a part of it might also be has to do with like um, hunting laws depending on where they're at because they can't make the animals suffer and shit like that too. So, but nobody's intentionally making the animal. Oh man! No, no, it, it's yeah, not. Yeah, but yeah. There, there's just you gotta it, follow the little rules. Yeah, in areas with, with like conservation uh, uh, laws uh, and shit like they? that. This this season is taking place in Canada. Oh, and so they follow. They have um, also native restrictions. Mm-hmm. Native Americans um, have heavy restrictions on how you can hunt in their land. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to get at. It's definitely um, First Nations um, land. Yeah, so that that's really what it is. Like a lot of people, um, as they go from place to place, or as the show goes from place to place, you'll hear different restrictions that they have on. Like some people, you can't use gill nets. Some people you can't hunt certain animals. Some people you can hunt hunt the animals, but you can't use like bows or you got to, like, yeah, some some places were uh, trap only. only. Oh, trap on only. No yeah. spears? Mm-mm. Yeah, nah. Yo, come, get out of my face, bro. I'm trying to survive. That's crazy, bro. Because, like, that's really hard. Like, no bows and spears? I don't, I wouldn't, I can't hunt without a bow and spear. Like, trapping I mean, is just too, like, you got to, like... Funnel the animal into your trap, or else you're gonna be waiting a long time. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta figure it out. Usually, what they do is like they once they find an area that they think that they'll get some animals are, they'll set several traps. They'll set like several dead drops. That's one thing I hate about Baldur's Gate Three, bro. When there's a trap room, the entire room (laughs) is trapped, my guy. Everything. Every every, every six steps. Every six steps. Bing, every interactable bing, 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 object. Bing. Explosion, explosion, explosion. Bro. It's like, for real, bro. Oh, my God. But that's the best. I mean, you know, and I was getting frustrated because it was making it difficult. And I was like, man, y'all are assholes. This doesn't even make sense. It's like, no, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. If you're going to lay a trap, make sure, you know what I mean? Like, you got to funnel people into the trap. And don't. Mm-hmm. best way to do this is other traps. And you can also, like, detonate them in funny ways by, like, throwing shit at them, too. You don't have to, like, walk into it. Like... For the gas traps, you just put something heavy over the vent, and that effectively clears up the whole vent. Mm. And I, for the I'm pressure traps, you um throw shit at them. What's also really cool, like um well, side sidebar, we got it, we got into BG three, but I, 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 there was this one puzzle that I had to do that I didn't want to learn how to do the puzzle. <laughs> so apparently, puzzle. it worked. What works is you just call down some um call down some blizzard. Wait, wait till that shit. You can either manually melt it or wait till it melts and it turns to water and then just fucking cast electricity on that bitch. And it short-circuited the whole thing. Nice. Hey, that's a win. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad they, they have environmental effects and they actually work in well, these not, ways. Not that's that I know sweet. that. I mean, um, like, Gale has create water. Yeah, that right, works let's too. Let's go back to the original topic because we were going to talk about that shortly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, that 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 was it, man. It was some cool cool shit. And alone, we got to see. Uh, no one, no one went home in, in episode three. I don't think, unless good. I missed it. I never so, want to see somebody go home. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. It never feels good. I, I, I definitely want to see them make it as far as they can, for sure, for sure. But so far, so good. I think um, they're down three contestants so far. Three people left within the many? first two episodes out of eleven. Okay, that, so, that's gonna happen. I mean. The, Given that they're out in the wilderness, the 
incident ratio is high enough to think for me that like three people is not a bad ratio to be gone yeah, by now. Yeah, 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 yeah. In episode two, there episode one and two, that's usually the episodes where they um get people out oh, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you filter <clears throat> out the shaft real yeah. quick. It I, I think it also has to do with like um 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 footage. You know, mm. those people don't have any footage, but you need to have enough to make a full episode. So you got to get them up and out of the way as quickly as possible. But in episode one, we had um, the dude who chopped himself in the first couple hours. Like, he started using his um, axe. I'm so mad at that nigga. I'm so <laughs> mad at that nigga. Create I mean, a shelter. I already went into immediately last chopped episode, himself. But I'm still mad at that nigga. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you had um, this one dude who just. Oh, so you're saying he went home? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he chopped home. himself in the leg and, and um, yeah. He, Showboating with an axe. Get out of my face, bro. Go he, home. He, he couldn't make it. And then the, the next person that went home was, I believe it was a young lady. She was just having difficulties. And the third person to go home was that really young dude who was like 18. And he was just overwhelmed by the situation on the second day because, oh, that's right. The second lady, I think she went home because of a, a bursker. Oh, yeah. nigga, that is, yo, that would be my number one. Like, all right, I'm, I am solid. I could be as hungry as I want to be as soon as a bear comes. All right, nigga. What's wild me. is that I'm not fighting this bear. This is like it, it's pre-shelter bear scares. It's before people really have their shelter fixed up. So, like you see them laid up in in like a, a a triangle a triangle shelter with the tarp draped over it, and it's just bushes and maybe they might have a wall of just blackness, just straight d- dark, dense wilderness. Yeah. And you hear shit moving around in the background, and they be like, "There's something outside of my tent." <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, no sir. No Man, sir. I wouldn't even want to wake up. Like, God forbid you wake up. Like, if you manage to fall asleep, God forbid you wake up in the middle of the night. Oh, that's going to be. Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. that That's what got, that's what got Lady uh, Contestant number two. And, see, that's, that's, that's and just... Contestant number three, too. The same thing happened with the little kid. The bear scare at night pretty much traumatized them. And he couldn't even be productive the next day. He was just talking about how yeah. he was like, "Yo, their bear's too close, bro." And then, like several hours later, he um he called to get distracted. Yeah, and and that's what really that's what that's the big part about this show. Alone. Yeah. Give me one more person. Yeah. Give me one more person. Like I'm so much more motivated when there's somebody else around. Like, put me out there by myself with a fucking escape plan. Nigga, I'm going straight to the escape plan. What you mean, nigga? Not today, not, bear. Not today, not, not never. Today, you catching yo, me on guard with a goddamn bear. And, yo, can you imagine? Yo, you ever seen Eagles? I, yeah. Yo, bro. Eagles on my rims. Dude. I, is that Eagle Country? Uh, In Canada? I don't think so. I, I, I don't in remember Canada, seeing any big there ones. is Eagle Country in Canada. Yeah, but not where they it. are specifically. I don't okay. remember seeing too many because Eagles that shit in the is, backdrop. Yo, Wait, eagle that spawning will kill a human I don't think so. easily, easily. Especially a malnutritioned human. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> Yo, one of those niggas after on day thirty is eagle food, bro. Straight out. Yeah, they um they tested out beforehand to make sure the 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 area people are in are good for that stuff though. You oh, know, okay, nobody cool. wants to throw away their money on insurance like that. Cause you'll never know when the eagle kills you. <laughs> you'll never see it coming. That's the fucked up part. Like a bear, you'll hear it coming. You like you'll, you know what I mean? There's will be signs. You could prepare for it. What a roosting eagle! All right, my guy. <laughs> that shit is Stealth. you're done so. Yeah. Because like I was watching this video and it was like, yo, 
when eagles are trying to feed their babies, they're known to kill things way bigger than they can even carry just <laughs> to rip it apart and carry it back in pieces. And I'm like, oh, my God, could you imagine one of these people in alone? Like, bad timing, guy. It was eagle mating season, dog. That would be pretty funny. But nah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they, they, they're they very safe from shit like that happening. Because it's, you got to imagine, right, if, if something like that happens, you can't even use the... You might not even be able oh, to use the season. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not even be able to use the season because then people are going to be like, yo, you're making money off the death of my XYZ. Yeah, no, Kidding me? So There's they, a good chance that footage is not usable. Yeah, so they, they definitely... They they vet the area before people go there for sure for sure yeah, to they make don't sure want that or at least that's what they say because there's some people that have went there and they haven't they said that they say that every area is um, pre scouted and they have a bunch of experts that actually do a similar version of the challenge to make sure that there is fresh water that there are um, um shit that you can forage as well as fish and or hunt. And uh, there's also good enough land that you can make a shelter. So they that say that like they, they um, scout that shit for all those things. But there have been people I've seen that, that I was that I feel them, bro. That I was like, there, there have been people that one dude that landed. It was like, yo, there's just nothing around here but like burnt trees. Like burnt like trees? Like I can't do shit. Like what oh, the fuck is this? Oh, they're in Canada. They did have wildfires. Yeah. So th- there, there were some of them where it was just like. And that could, and they could have planned that when there was trees there. That's the fucked That's up even part true. about the wildfire. Yeah, park. we don't know how long they, they, this in they don't mention how when the scouting happened and yeah. when the actual filming happened. Yep, very true. I absolutely doubt that a trained professional scouted a burnt forest and said, "Yep, let's put them here." You know, what I mean, their shit was probably fine before, when they scouted it. Yeah, that and sucks. then they just got the shaft because another thing they tell you, at least in the um, in the American version, one of the voiceover tidbits they tell you is that like um. All the locations are the 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 contestants randomly pulled to get their locations from a draw. Mm, that's good. So, but yeah, some some contestants absolutely get like, oh, nice! I got a little beach here. I got fucking, um, I got decent got flat place. Yeah, you know, I got decent flat place where I can make food, and there's some like little berries and shit like that around. And then other people get around just just like, yo, I got swamp. <laughs> no swamp. I can't. Not do really swamp. swamp, but it's no, like but I got like um bad. like really muddy ground. There's some people that get like some yeah, really muddy ground and like when humans don't do mm. really well in fetid air, which is mm. why the only time that in human anthropology we we messed around in in swamp areas was when we were arboreal. We were up in the trees, where the trees were filtering the air for us. But being on a low ground in a swamp is death sentence for a human. That's just not good. Yeah, and um, but yeah, that, that's about it, man. Just watching the 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 survival train count down to see who who's about to hop off the train next, you know. Yeah, nah, that's, that show sounds like a lot of fun, and and as I said, I enjoy watching the survivalist instinct kick in. It's super important, and you know, if you can't experience it yourself, definitely get yourself comfortable with it because I'm telling you, man, one of these days. Them skills is going to be necessary. I'm telling you, sooner than later. Because it's just looking ugly out here in the world. But anyway. <laughs> um, so that's what you've been getting into this week? Yeah. Um, so I are you going to watch Ahsoka? Yes. Okay. Talked about that. Yeah, we, we I'm going to watch that weekly. Are you, okay, you're going to watch it weekly? All right, bomb. Okay, so I was going to say, well, do you want to um, do the first impressions off of the intro two episodes they released and then save up? 
But if you're going to watch weekly, I'm down to watch weekly. That sounds dope, man. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, So, yeah, that's on the docket. Um, Have you have you made any plans for Blue Beetle yet? Yeah, I'm going to watch that soon. soon. Probably okay. I'm going to see that. I don't have any immediate um, plans, but I do want to watch it soon. I'm well. going to go see it by the probably by the first of the month. Probably by next weekend, I'll see it. I'll okay. be seeing it by next weekend. All right. So, yeah, I'll try to see it by then as well. Um, So, yeah, that's, the, that's on the future docket. So... We're doing the spoiler warnings early on those because those are two ones that I'm pretty excited about. So we're going to be talking about them in depth as they come. So definitely those two. Um, Boy Season 2. I'm just going to save that one up. Are you going to watch that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I said boys. I meant Invincible. Invincible. Yeah. Are you going to watch Invincible? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you going to watch it weekly or are you going to save it up? Yeah. To make the stuff like that easier, yeah. The good stuff that we usually talk about weekly, I'll, I'll watch those weekly so we have something to chat about, especially right. the, the 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 Star Wars and the cartoon stuff that we usually do. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So I think we have some catch-up to do with Invincible because they Adam Eve was out a little bit a while ago. Yeah, that was released on, on, on uh, Comic-Con is when that one was released. So mm-hmm. I was just planning to watch that once they released episode... One of the new season just kind of. Oh, so pop episode right one of the that. sixteen hasn't st- dropped yet. Okay. No, cool. I believe that's in a little bit later. I want to say late October. I want to say. Oh, yeah. When I saw the, the the August release, I got excited, and it was just for that. It wasn't for the um actual season. Okay, so that's in October. So we'll hold off on that until it's more um uh relevant. But yeah. Uh, nah, November third. Okay. <clears throat> Just, push, just keep pushing it back. Just keep it December. No, I'm joking. Uh, November 3rd? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, all right, cool. So we got Ahsoka and Blue Beetle on the on the docket with um, Invincible in the future. That'll be dope. Um, I don't think there's anything else really on the TV shows, really. Uh, not that I'm specifically looking for it. I, I don't, I don't yeah. I will, the One Piece is the only other oh, thing we'll that, into, um, that's going to be uh, uh, that uh, I'm sort of interested in coming up, so. Yes, once my my Baldur's Gate three schedule um lightens up, I will watch Baki and we'll um chop that up because you know I'm a big fan of that. So um yeah yeah I don't think there's been uh too much else going on. So here let's jump into some Baldur's Gate three talk. You know what I mean? Um I you know it was funny because I transitioned into Act two and for some reason I was under the impression that the Shadowlands was still part of Act one, and so I was like, damn dude. I just want to push through to Act 2 real quick. <laughs> Nigga, you've been in Act 2, bro. you almost done with Act 2, which makes sense because I this map was huge. Yeah. I mean, Shadowlands was still very big. And so, yeah, I I've, I think I'm on the final two to three quest lines between the Temple of Shar, the Relic of of the Dude, and then the... Um, then the... Uh, night song or i'm sorry the moonshine moonshade uh tower yeah so, yeah i think those are the, those yeah, are the moonlight towers yeah that's when you got to do that's 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 the 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 final fight of act two pretty much is clearing the tower okay that's what i had thought that's why i went to go finish the other stuff first yeah what's really cool about the tower is you can go in there um, do everything you need to do and go back out whenever you want to. You know, you don't have to commit to the final final fight, okay. which is nice. That's what's up. But yeah, dude, fucking the Shadowlands has been an adventure for sure. I would, I definitely didn't expect like all of the shit that they did. Like, I really think, and definitely as a dungeon master, I have, I have grown my understanding of world building because. They really made it, like, this adventure, when, when you're not in town, 
like the world is filled with fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I know that as a DM personally, Faerun and I DM frequently in Forgotten Realms. Faerun is such a large world that I let my PCs travel between places without anything ever happening. I don't think that'll ever happen again. <laughs> like the way that they took this small area and packed it full of adventure. Yeah. Fucking A. Really well done. Really showed how you don't need to experience the whole world to experience a whole world. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the 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 little section of Faerun we got was very complete. And I know that because of my my background and in, in, in understanding um Forgotten Realms lore, if we go anywhere else, it would be just as in-depth and completely different. You know? And so that was really dope. I think they did a great job of that. But yeah. Definitely. Oh fucking A, man. I can't I there's I I I can't really decide on whether I want to do my monk next or an archer next. But let me tell you, man, this fucking this quote unquote ret pally build that I have here that's a paladin <laughs> warlock. Absurd. It really is like <clears throat> man, and and not for nothing, it's the the spec that I've had the easiest time with. You know what I mean? Because, like, in Tactician, everything is a fucking struggle. Yeah. But, like, this spec has been, it holds it holds the its weight. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I've been enjoying it a ton. Unfortunately, I think I have hit a roadblock that's going to take a significant amount of time for me to figure out. Because um, they did the typical fantasy RPG thing, mirror match. <laughs> Problem is, is that I have three characters who open up with one-shot, you know what I mean, combos. And so it's it's really difficult because, you know, they, they all opt. It, the AI on the enemy side is way smarter than the AI on your side. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, but um, like yeah, like you know, you know, my main character is a plate wearer, so she can't be crit. So they, you know, um, Carlac opens up on her, and it's just like Carlac just does chunks of damage no matter yeah, she does what she's crit, whether she's critting or not. And then they use fucking um. Uh, Astarian to kill Shadowheart. And once Shadowheart's down, I usually, that's just GG for me. Because she's, <laughs> she's a, the healer, so bro. it's like, it's just the, the, the slow spiral after that. Yeah, you know, because my other characters had, do have defense and do have survivability, but just on Tactician, there's just so much consistent damage, and the enemies are really, really good at doing it. <laughs> like, they don't they don't pull any punches whatsoever. And so, yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things. I don't know what strategy I'm gonna use, but um, it's gonna, I'm gonna have some fun with it. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna be stuck there for at least a few days, though. <laughs> so I don't think I'll have too yeah. much to talk about. I was able to character. um, I was able to stealth in with the group and kind of ambush them. Nice. Well, I keep failing <clears> my perception out. check, so I knew I was getting ambushed, but my characters didn't know, so they still got their surprise round. But yeah, when yeah. I walked into the area, everyone was like. Fail perception, fail perception, fail perception. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, but um, you, I mean, even on the second try, if you know where they are, you just stealth into the room and you start to fight on your own terms. Yeah. You do get a debuff for attacking someone who's not themselves, though. So. Oh really? They're supposed to one on one themselves. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. You get a debuff that um, it, it lowers everything. I forget what it's called, but it's some sort of like not being a good sport or some shit debuff. Oh, they don't get no debuff. 
and it makes her is and it says like for attacking someone who's not for attacking someone who's not your clone during the little thing during that's the, cute during because the they don't get no debuff because let me tell you Astarian fucking shot Shadowheart's face off. He <laughs> shot her whole no, head I meant off. like when you attack one of them, they yeah. don't get no deep nah, breath from you. No, they don't get no, no. Debuff. Only yeah, you that, get That wouldn't debuff. make sense. <laughs> uh. That wouldn't really... It wouldn't really be a challenge if if uh, if no, uh, when they attacked you, they got challenge. weaker. It is a super <laughs> challenge, the way that they have it set up. But yeah, I, 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 I'm not upset at it. I'm looking forward to it. I just... I'm a little bit despairing because I know what I've done to my characters. And since I realized that they all have the stuff that I've, that I've put on them, like I have two characters with hold person. That's a death sentence. <laughs> if either of those characters land hold person on, on any of my other, the, because the AI is going to jump them. You know what I mean? And all yeah. of my characters have the ability to pass, you know, great distances without, you know what I mean? Like either misty step or, really high jump or something and so it's like i'm gonna fuck myself up i don't know oh man i want even if i that's the thing is like even if i get the first round if if i burst one of them down it's always gonna like the parody is always gonna be there and any how i get behind on killing one of them it's gonna be a wrap you know what i mean i mean if anything you might just be able to just modify your gear and make it a lot easier on yourself yeah i think i might have to if I level, they'll level with me, won't they? Yeah, it's it's your exact characters as they go into the room. So if you just change their gear, or yeah, I don't I don't think what spell slots you have matter. Yeah, but but I think if you just modify your gear as you go into the room, you shouldn't have too much of an issue. All right, yeah, I, I want to have to figure out a strategy though. I mean, that, that's the mirror match, man. They they've managed to make it more difficult because um, usually they nerf your mirror. You know, your mirror is not like a hundred percent of you. Like nah, uh, the only time I've seen that is in um, Legend of Zelda, when Link fights his darkness. It's usually yo, dark Link is usually as strong as strong as regular Link. Man, it's dark, bro. If you got the dark tag on you, that usually means you're the stronger version I, or the better usually. version, or the cooler version at least. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say better, but definitely cooler. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Baldur's Gate three. Hopefully, I'm gonna wrap up. Um, two shortly you know what i mean hopefully uh, probably not anytime soon because i got a busy weekend i gotta set up for 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 next episode yeah it's, it looks like i want to be here for for probably the next week you know what i mean i might i might stray off and play some side stuff for funsies but yeah boy oh boy man and 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 i have noticed that at these levels astarian's accuracy is just too low he's oh, starting to have trouble hitting and it's like man when you're hit when he's hitting it's a wrap when he's not hitting oh god yeah it's not good i ended up having to take off um uh the great weapon ability of um lazel the one that reduces uh uh yes i might your, have to do your that attack on my main by five too. but increases damage by 10 i'm like yo if you're missing like one to two and three of your attacks that there goes the 10 extra damage yeah, that i'm damage doing right, right there, there anyway yeah, I so. I want to see if I can get some more attack bonus on my main character. Um, if I can do that, then I can keep it. But if not, then no, it's got to gizzo. Because even with plus eleven after sharpshooter, I still be missing. You know, AC eighteen, AC nineteen. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, it's rough, man. I should have a higher percentage chance at least. But 
I mean, it shows when I when I highlight the enemy, be like, yo, 60%. Like, that's super dubious. But yeah, no. Nah, um, yeah, we're getting to the higher levels. But I'm, I'm, I definitely like how I have my character planned because level 10 is going to be a massive spike. It's, it's, not, it's not even going to be... It's not gonna be funny what it looks like at level ten because the problem right now is is um my warlock packed weapon is actually a decrease in damage output until you get your warlock ability to attack again with it. Mm-hmm. Then that one point of damage decrease is not even relevant when I'm swinging a whole nother time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, there's that, and then I'm gonna get another attack with my paladin next level. So. It's just gonna the flurry of, of of sword swings is going to be very high to say the least. Which chopper is gonna style, be chopper style. I, which it, which synergizes really well with my spec because a significant amount of the damage comes from um my weapon does acid, fire, and psychic damage. You know what I mean? So every swing has you know it's a nice chunk. I think it's like two d tens um or one d twelve. It's one of the two. I'm not sure what what my um weapon's damage dice is. But all those procs on 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 extra damage do a ton. Stacks up. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, good shit. Oh, and then of course I add radiant damage, and then another flat two damage with my um paladin ability. So yeah, it's just each swing ends up being quite substantial. Um, I think I I think my my biggest crit so far was in the seventies. I killed a I one shot a creature that had seventy eight life. Nice. So. <laughs> Delete. Yeah. Yo, my paladin is no joke, man. I really enjoy that shit. It's dope. They Larian really they adapted it well. I think that there needs to be some um patches for the monk. I think that them not allowing uh barb constitution to stack with monk wisdom is a problem. I don't think that that's right. I think that that's a it's not unbalancing given how much you're sacrificing to pick up barb you know what i mean and and given that you you sacrifice so much armor flat you know what i mean like you can um do stuff to your heavy armor to allow you to get other modifiers to it so starting at an 18 ac with whatever modifiers you can enchant it or get it to allow is huge massive you know what i mean and so I think that the them not allowing the monk to stack barb constitution modifier to AC is not. I think that that's um that's a a misstep if it's intentional. Um but it's something that's easily patched. Um also not allowing monks to equip something in their offhand without occupying their main hand also I think is hugely problematic. Because the monk sacrifices so much in terms of utility. That's the thing. If the monk becomes like an amazing DPS carry, that's fine. They have so little other utility outside of that that I've seen at least. Like my monk don't do shit outside of punch shit real hard. You know what I mean? So I, I feel like if they were just to turn them into an actual cannon, not a glass cannon, that's not a problem. You know what I mean? Like, one class has to be that. And so, I I would hope, personally, that Larian um, looks at that and sees if it's balance-worthy, like if it's able to be balanced within their system. 
because boy oh boy man my monk i i would probably switch over to my monk and play the rest of the game as my monk if that worked only because i've been enjoying my paladin a ton um but i find the monk playstyle more fun oh and i find the barbarian playstyle in general more fun and so being able to mix that with monk yeah it's that's crazy that's crazy um i did find some items that modify your attacks when you're drunk <laughs> which are nice but um Funny. they're not particularly unarmed items so i don't know if i'm going to end up finding items that i'll paste them very quickly but that would be dope that very much fits my drunken master's um my drunken master's flavor to say the least but yeah yeah that's pretty much what i've been doing in bg3 you got any updates in yours your your first playthrough uh no nah, I'm, I'm on um <clears throat> i'm pretty much in the the end game just doing like the the final uh uh final like side quests and shit before you go tackle the, the main big bad and make one of the the final bigger solutions so it's mostly just been going around and um collecting gears and trying to make uh, uh the best out of everyone's spec and gear that they have so far before i go chop chop chopping down the final boss yeah the level 12 you is... get to do that re-optimization that's dope yeah and you even get to do it again after you get some really good items i found some items that's like uh one example puts your health up to um 23 so you're kind of 23 so that one was was a really good find and that allows me to just completely rebuild shadow heart wow that's amazing and just completely dump her stamp it completely dump her con for other shit and make her actually a, a, a well-rounded actually, character. yeah an actually well-rounded character so yeah man because you know i was actually surprised at how well shadow heart scales with um strength yeah she does really well with strength yeah. and a little bit of dex is nice on her not a yeah, lot. You, you just need like everybody needs a little points. bit of dex if you don't want to get fucking wrecked in the initiative. Yeah, and also um a lot of her favored armors do allow her to maintain I think a plus two from dex to AC. So your shadow heart, I I think that is that's probably why your shadow heart's um AC is like what twenty three. It's like pretty high. Nah, she's just got baller gear. Her chest piece gives plus twenty AC and her armor gives plus three. Um, her shield gives plus three. Yeah, that that's really good. That's that's fucking sick. But so yeah, um man, you might wait, does does heavy armor mastery Because uh, I know medium armor mastery allows you to add um plus up to plus three decks. Uh um, it's just the difference between it's just like a design philosophy. Heavy armor foregoes decks to avoid you making to avoid necessitating no, no, your character. I understand being that, mad. but there's also things that allow you to to comp the, to to take away those penalties and to forego those to get additional um uh bonuses. So I understand that. Oh, I haven't seen those in this game. Are you talking about in yeah. Baldur's Gate? Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure if that if that exists in the game. Oh yeah, I haven't encountered anything like that in oh, the okay. game. Yeah, so that that would be interesting. Um, because yeah, dude, that's because I know that um in third edition they they had uh armors that had the ethereal property. Which were heavy armors. <clears throat> I'm sorry, had the AC of heavy armor, but allowed you all of the flexibility of light armor, which was an interesting property to have, you know. Yeah, in Five E, the equivalent of that is um, fuck, I forgot what it's called, but Mithril. I think Mithril gear is oh, like Mithril, it, it does okay. that. 
That makes sense. So anything that's mithril, it has the quality of heavy armor, but it does give you the um uh yeah, it has the AC of heavy armor with those qualities. Of yeah, armor. you don't have the disadvantage on decks on decks and stealth checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm interested to see, and there's a lot of unique items that just do weird shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That I really like, you know? And so I, I'm interested to see if uh, there's anything that, that uh, modifies heavy armor play styles. Because I, I actually just keep medium armor on my own Shadow Heart. Like, I don't know why. I think I might have just experienced a bug. Because one time when I put heavy armor on her, it shut off all her spell slots. And I was like, what is going on right now? Because uh, if she can't cast spells, then definitely can't wear <laughs> this armor. That is not a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it might have just been a bug. But yeah, that's what's up, dude. Fucking can't wait to see uh, the remainder of Act 2. I want to get to Baldur's Gate, man, because there's so much shit that's building up to Baldur's Gate. I have so many yeah. quest lines that are like, meet me in Baldur's Gate. And I'm like, nigga, I ain't nowhere near Baldur's Gate right now, bro. I got cultists to kill. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to get to Baldur's Gate um, eventually, man. Larian really uh, concocted a, an amazing story with this one. But, um, yeah. All right, let's move on into a couple of topics. You know, we haven't really hit up too much news. But before we do that, have you heard about this new um, anime that's being produced? I'm not, I'm not sure if it's for Cartoon Network or not. But, um, yeah, it's called Lazarus. I believe I have. Is that uh, 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 I, I I think I have. Is that that's not the Cowboy AI one, right? Creators. I'm sorry. Is that the AI one? Oh, I don't know. Um, I know that the creators of Cowboy Bebop and the creators of um, of um, John Wick are both collaborating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On this yeah, one yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. I was like, Yo, Cowboy Bebop and John Wick. Are you fucking? Are you kidding me? Yes. All day. I'm here for it. Are you like space adventure noir mixed with John Wick action choreography? Bro, I am so here for this. I'm excited for that one, man. Hype train is super high for me. I'm not sure if those are, are, are two two properties that, that you know get you excited, but yeah, man. That one I thought was gonna be super interesting and uh I wanna keep um keep that on the radar, especially for when it's um got a drop date. But yeah, have you said you heard heard of it? Yeah, it looks super dope. Though my studio mappa, which has a fucking superb pedigree. So yeah. It looks pretty sweet. Yeah, man. The the hype is high for me on that one. That one I'm um I'm wondering it, does it show if it's being um what network is being produced for? Uh, Adult Swim. It is Adult Swim. Thought so. Okay. Listen, man. If Adult Swim puts out a groundbreaking anime, that would be super cool. You know what I mean? Because they've always been known for like, you know, giving Western airtime to the big ones. I would love to see them actually dip their foot into to production on their own stuff. I'm excited. I think it'll be cool. Um, but yeah, there was that, um, but that was all that really popped up. You know, all the content creators that I usually follow were out with COVID because they went to fucking cons and festivals and evidently fucking people are not responsible enough to stay home when they're sick. So, uh, yeah, there wasn't too much else going on. The news was interesting. Um, we could jump off into some of that because man, world news has been unencouraging to say the least. Um, we, Russia has been making some 
very grand overtures towards um they just assassinated the leader of the mercenary group Wagner group that was um talking shit to them for evidently so uh are you familiar with the background of the contention between the mercenary group Wagner yes uh, and Russia yeah so you know Wagner group is a hired mercenary um uh force but they have been very contentious with the Russian deployment strategy. And, you know, the guy who's been running it, you know, has been very vocal about not being as supportive as one might expect of the strategy that Russia's using. Needless to say, I was I was I wasn't sure if it was, you know, kind of double speak like here let's show dissension to see who reaches out and you know what i mean to try to lure some of their enemies out i don't know it didn't seem to it didn't seem smart to openly chastise and mobilize against putin during wartime um given his ability to mobilize some pretty extreme forces against his enemies, you know? And so I thought it might have been disinformation. Well, needless to say, it wasn't disinformation. This nigga was, was, was jaded by hubris is all I could say. Because magically his plane went down the other day out of nowhere. And, and, I, and you know, I'm sorry, but air travel is the safest form of travel among all of the choices that we have amongst us. And so the idea that this individual uh, flight just rolled craps on, on, on their pilot check, I mean, it's possible. It ain't probable, though. And it's very much more probable that Putin's Kremlin had something to do with that. You know what I mean? Like, it just... Somebody who's as important as as the the head of Wagner Group would never fly in a situation where the parts that he can control, like the plane and the pilot, are not up to snuff. My assumption only is that he did everything he could and someone else did everything they could. Because yeah, man, for it to go down the way it did, and then and 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 even in an emergency, uh, it going down there there would have been a lot of uh communication and chatter over the airwaves that they were going down. You know, air traffic control to their destination would have notified. You know, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, in all likelihood, this nigga Putin is over here assassinating people. You know what I mean, like high-level mercenary leaders. And now my question is, is like, does he... And now I, I talk about, this is a very old-school uh, term, but impressment is the act of a state forcing individuals into their military service in particular. Whether those individuals are citizens or otherwise, the act of impressment is, is very popular in these kind of um, situations. And so I'm wondering, is 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 Putin going to attempt to impress the German um, mercenary groups to come under Russian command? Like, I'm wondering what happens there. Because, like, 
it seems like there's a, a a huge opening right now because there's there hasn't been any reporting on like you know the structure of Wagner Group and that is there uh um is there a second in command are there lieutenants um is it a multifaceted power structure that has you know people ready take over you know it's 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 difficult to say and so man i think that that was a pretty radical move if putin did make it and it it really shows his dedication to seeing this war through man and it really sucks because you'd you'd hope or i'd hoped that ukraine's defense would have been a, a deterrent but it's terrible. It's like, it's like, you know, a rapist, you know, when a rapist rapes a woman, her fighting back makes her, makes him more aggressive. It's the same way with Russia. Like they violated Ukraine's boundaries and their continued resistance, the continued support of the world is only making him more and more entrenched in the idea that He's going to get what he wants out of this situation. And uh, it just sucks because so many people's lives are going to be sacrificed by the end of this. And, 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 and to what avail? With little to no guarantee, you know? And, and, and so that's the, I think that's the real tragedy of this. Um, followed very closely by the tragedy of Zelensky as a leader and the warmongering that he has fomented in his people. I definitely believe that um, if there is an afterlife, that guy is going to one of the worst layers, man. Because that is, that's fucked up to a whole nother level. Because he is not in danger. He is neither in danger like the civilians, nor is he in danger like the military people that he's deploying. And... Any leader who takes lightly that action of war and military conflict, when they themselves have no skin in the game, those are e- those are genuinely evil men, in my opinion. That's where that's evil to me. You know, I, a lot of shit can get explained away because of circumstance or whatever. I don't see any circumstance where I see that person as as redeemable if that is the leg that they're standing on. If that is the actions that they're standing on, man, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. And so I, I think that that Zelensky has performed some of the most egregious war crimes. You know? Because whereas Putin has a a a territorial pretext to what he's trying to do. Not that it's his territory, but it's territory he wants. There is no pretext for Zelensky to be warmongering right now. And the level of his warmongering is high. Super high. Like, that man's addresses be... They be dystopian, for sure. They make me worry about the future of the world. Because I'm telling you, man, Russia keeps making overtures like, yo, we will use nukes. And our homies will use nukes. Belarus is real quick to be like, hey, guys, given the opportunity, we would immediately nuke our neighbors. Like, they, they're just saying it outright, man. And it's fucking crazy, you know, because then as is their neighbor, what do you do? You'd want to take, you'd want to invade. Be like, nah, we got to wrest this person out of power. But you can't 
because of what they're threatening. And so, yeah, man. This perpetual war game that is being um, experimented with, I think, has uh, some serious consequences. And it is a shame that we live in a world or whatever timeline that we're in that the government and the leaders at large right now live in a sentiment of let's play the stupidest games so we can get the stupidest fucking rewards. And it's like, come on, guys. You know, I get it. You have these ideologies, but there is an overarching um, social contract that exists between the general populace of people that is being obfuscated by those ideologies that is hugely problematic. And, that, and that's why you don't want antisocial people to have as much influence. And I don't mean people who don't prefer socializing on a grand spectrum or people who like to socialize less. I mean, genuinely antisocial people who are who have personality traits built around driving away social contacts type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the weirdo, like like the weirdos in the uh, in the uh, House of Healing that were. Do you remember that uh, quest in Baldur's Gate Three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 you know they they were fundamentally flawed in that they felt like by hurting people they were bringing them elation, and that's just not true. You know what I mean? We have to avoid organizing thoughts like that. You know what I mean? Organizing structures like that that are fundamentally antithetical to the social contract that we all partake in, you know? And so, yeah, that's just, it's, it's one of those things. But, um, yeah, that, I think that that's going to be, um, that's going to go down in history as, as one of the worst warmongering um, offenses because of how many of his own people that were sacrificed on on the altar of, of, of his hubris. And... To no gain, really. The fact of the matter is that he's a puppet. You know what I mean? And the problem with being a human puppet is is that at no point did you ever lose your free will. And it sucks that 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 he made the choice to allow them to express that through them. Because he's... Yeah, his wife might be on a $40,000, you know, shopping spree at, at, at uh, Gucci. But that is not material value. That is not legacy. It's none of the things that Zelensky has claimed in the past to 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 laud. And so, yeah, it's a real shame to see this whole conflict go from needless aggression on one side to needless aggression on both sides. You know, no no ability to de-escalate, no ability to to find alternative methods of of sequestering your opponent. And so, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. It's it's going to suck. It's going to suck for a long time until we change those perspectives, you know? But, um, yeah, man, that was crazy watching the that Russian leader uh, through the reporting, like, slowly, like, release statements, talk big, talk big, talk big. Oops, your plane blew up. Like, damn. Yeah, I was kind of expecting it. Like, you, you did too much, bro. He did too much. I'm pretty sure he could have led that coup or whatever um, opposition or counter military force he wanted without blowing himself up like that. Without putting him in the overt danger that speaking against Putin will put you in. You know? 
You know, I, and I guess he really thought himself different than all of the other people that Putin has disappeared. But you, you weren't different. You might have been a little bit more difficult to get to, but different. Nah, same old shit. But yeah, you know, talk about filtering out the shaft, you know. The fucking uh, 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 Zelensky, that guy's going to blow away with the wind, man, and it's going to suck for him because all the legacy that he's going to have left behind was warmongering and a whole lot of dead Ukrainians. And, you know, I, I would hate to leave that legacy to my kid. That is absolutely not the legacy I would want to leave. Maybe he, he's cool with that, but, yeah, that sounds shitty. But uh, moving on from that, um, here, and we'll wrap up on this because uh, I think this one's kind of important, is uh, the BRICS economic block, which... You know, I have my own personal critique of most of those countries, and that's the um, Brazil, Russia, India, um, China, and South Africa. Uh, that's the BRICS economic block, um, which is meant to counteract the, um, the NATO economic block. They have expanded now to accept a whole bunch of North African and Middle Eastern countries, which if if you're unaware why that's important is because the big thing about uh, uh, establishing an economic block is having the the uh, the value, whether it's in global currency or gold to be able to do that. But with the accepting of of places like Ethiopia and the Arab Emirates, Ethiopia has huge amounts of uh, of cultural value that that is protected overall, and uh, uh, um, Saudi Arabia. Saudi, I'm sorry, Saudi Arabia has a huge amount of financial resources to add to the economic block, like massive amounts of financial resources, like almost endless. If you you know what I mean, are willing to destroy the world to get it type of resources. And so that strengthens it hugely against NATO. That's that is relatively large. And of course, because NATO is run off of neoliberal global capitalist ideals, that's a threat. And unfortunately, NATO has a lot of military and clandestine forces that it could deploy. And that sucks. Because that is the only thing that is going to change the value of global capitalism is if enough people with economic influence partake in it and choose to act differently. You know what I mean? And so I thought that that was really a big one. Um, Saudi Arabia and, and Ethiopia were just the ones off the top of my head that I remembered that were huge in terms of impact. Um, and Ethiopia, you know, has huge cultural relevance to myself. And so I usually keep abreast of their political situation and not to mention they have been embroiled in an ongoing conflict with not just Tigrayan forces, but also a lot of malcontented internal forces. And so this kind of economic, um, partnership goes a long way. Now, I hope that China doesn't abuse this as a new form of leverage to have over a African nations that choose to uh, nationalize their resources or b 
African nations or, or nations around the world who currently do business with China and they they um, avert any kind of renegotiation based on the more contemporary understanding of the relationship, you know? So, yeah. You know, there's a ton, ton to be gleaned from it. Um, I'm going to be keeping my eye closely on it, but, you know, that's just a, a little preliminary info to keep everybody abreast of what's going on on the uh, international stage. But, yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll wrap up on that one. We'll keep it short and sweet today. We appreciate everybody for joining us. If you did enjoy the show, please feel free to subscribe. You can find us on anchor.fm or on patreon.com. You could also find us on social media on Twitter at Korea underscore T and at Home Heron. You could also find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and at Heron's Home. And you could find me on Instagram at RicoGVO. And always remember, guys, time's only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Thanks again for joining us and have a great one. Peace out. Take it easy.